From MinTech, the Micro Nanotechnology Education Center, this is Talking Technicians, the podcast about technicians, who they are, what they do, and where they come from. I'm your host, Peter Kazarnov. I teach technicians and engineers at Portland Community College. In each episode, you'll meet a working technician and hear their story. That means real interviews with real technicians about real jobs. At the end of each episode, you'll hear actions you can take if you want to be a technician too. Giovanna, welcome to Talking Technicians. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm really happy to be here. I'm excited to talk with you about your experiences, uh, both work and then what you went through at school. So before we get to that, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, where do you live and how long you've been there? Uh, so I live in Hillsboro, Oregon for five years now. Uh, I'm originally from Brazil. And I've been here since I moved to U.S. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> And what was it like moving from Brazil to Oregon? Uh, it was very different. <laughs> I used to live in a very big city, uh, very busy. And my career, like academic career and my work was completely different. <laughs> so it was a new thing. I didn't speak much English. Mm-hmm. So I had to study English when I came in. But it was nice. Now I like it very much. <laughs> And what did you do in Brazil before you came to Oregon? I, in Brazil, I was a pharmacist. Uh, I had a couple of jobs like before graduating. I worked mostly in, in diagnostic medicine. Uh, and then I worked in a compounding pharmacy. And then I got my uh, finally my bachelor's degree in pharmacy and biochemistry. And my last occupation was work. I was working with HIV research. And then I had to move because my husband found a job over here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, do you care to share anything about uh, your family? Who's in your household here? Yeah, I I live, uh, me and my husband only. Uh, My husband also works for Intel, but in a completely different area. He's a software uh, engineer. And my, the rest of my family is still in Brazil, still living there. Have you gotten back to see them since you went uh, to Oregon? I went in 2017 and I tried last year, but I couldn't. Let's see if it is a cold that allows me to go. <laughs> yeah, I hope we're able to open up soon. So you said yeah. that you work at Intel. What's your job title and where do you work there? Yeah, I am a manufacturing technician um, in an area called lithography. Uh, right now, we're kind of in a transition between manufacturing technician and manufacturing uh, equipment technician, which basically uh, what we used to do the most was make sure that the wafers got processed in your area and the, we have the supplies and the conditions that are necessary for that to happen. Uh, but right now we're focusing more on equipment side. So we think we have machines that process wafers that they are called tools. And those tools, uh, we have to do preventive maintenance procedures, uh, monitor procedures to make sure that the, the tool has good conditions to process the wafers in our area. And for those that don't work at the chip industry like you yeah. do at Intel, what's a wafer? Yeah, a wafer is basically a um, um, 
it comes from a sand a rich in silicon and it makes a big cylinder of basically a metal that's silicon and cuts this uh the cylinder in many very uh thin layers so a wafer is basically a circle very thin made of uh, made of silicon and uh, what do they look like? Are they shiny? Are they dull? Uh, yeah, they're very shiny. They're very. If you, uh, if any of you go to the internet, you'll find many images, many content about it. It's a very, it's a shiny plate, like a silver, very shiny plate. <laughs> and um, did you need your four-year degree uh, to get your technician position at Intel? Uh, I would say no. Uh, okay. I think it's a good thing to have, but I don't think that was something that uh, it made me get the job. What made me get the job was the degree I had here. That you earned uh, here in Oregon. So if you're willing to share, how much would starting technicians at Intel make about? Yeah, so a starting technician would make about $21 an hour. But this can change uh, if you work in a night shift. You can get a little bit more on top of that. Uh, also, it's good to remember Intel have a lot of benefits. There's a lot of things, uh, insurances and stuff. And also, we have uh, different bonuses throughout the year. So it's not just the $21 per hour. So you've got things like health benefits and retirement benefits. And health benefits, dental, um, there are many things, mm-hmm. many things. Um, and what kind of hours do you work? Yeah, I work uh, during day shift. So I work 7.30 through 8. Uh, I work uh, Thursday uh, Friday and Saturday and every other Wednesday. Uh, but Intel is 24 seven. So there are basically four types of shifts, uh, two in the night, two in the morning. Uh, yeah. So you work 12 hours a day, three uh, yeah, sorry, or four uh, days 12 a week. Hours a day. Yes. Uh, four or three days a week, depending mm-hmm. on the week. And do you like that schedule? Yes. Um, I mean, it's, it's kind of heavy. Some people would say, oh, it's so many hours. But honestly, we have breaks and they are respected. It's not like 12 hours in the fab, like very tired all the time. No. And also it's good because you have long weekends. So I have three day weekends or four day weekends, which I wouldn't have if I worked full time. And is there opportunity for advancement? You mentioned that you might be going from a manufacturing technician to a manufacturing equipment technician. Are there opportunities for advancement at Intel? Oh, yes. Um, So once you get to work at Intel, you have training and training like to perform your job uh, like regularly. And also... Uh, there are opportunities for training if you want to learn more. In our case, we actually kind of, we have to transition to the, this new role. Uh, and also we're getting training for it. Uh, but I think it's always opportunity if you want to grow more, if you want to know more, you can talk to your manager and go and find more training. So um, how did you become a technician? You mentioned your work experience, including working as a pharmacist. Uh, That's quite different than working at Intel. So what did you do in between? 
so when I came to the US, uh, I took English classes. Then I took a lot of other classes just because I was trying to apply for pharmacy school. And then I gave up on pharmacy school and I decided to get a degree at PCC. Uh, I went to do a AAS degree in uh, bioscience technology in the Portland Community College. And also I was not expecting to get a job at Intel <laughs> from there, but I, I got very lucky. Intel made a round of interviews with the microelectronics program and our program. So all those students had the opportunity to do an interview and I got hired luckily. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. What was it uh, like uh, coming from Brazil and going into a technician program? You mentioned you were in the biotechnology technician program. Yeah. Um, I think I was my, at least like my head was most focused on uh, viruses and GNAs and stuff like that. And when I got the job at Intel, I was quite terrified because I was afraid of I don't know anything about chip manufacturing. I don't know anything about this area. I'm not an engineer. Like, But everything comes down to uh, you're going to find a way to use your skills. Uh, and a lot of things that you know that I know from my program, uh, from bioscience technology, and my, from my experience, I use at Intel a lot of things that I didn't even think I would. Uh, so you use uh, some uh, basic concepts like quality control, math, uh, a lot of documentation that I think all degrees in some way have it. So it's a lot of skills that you already have uh, and you're going to apply, you're going to be fine at a work like this. Do you work by yourself at Intel or in a team? In a team, yes. And um, how did being uh, in that technician training program prepare you for things like working with a team or working oh, with yeah. a supervisor or doing reporting at the end of a shift? Yeah, I think uh, we learn a lot in the classroom about teamwork and no one does anything alone. Uh, it, everything is made in parts. Like Intel at least has like a lot of complex things. You cannot do it alone. And at school is the same thing. Sometimes you have procedures that are so long and you have to kind of divide activities. So I think the school made us, force us to do a lot of teamwork. And it, that was really important for my work now. And also I think uh, the way that you doc we documented uh, the way we have to do our reports and and even in teamwork, like passing information from to another colleague about what is going on. All those things are very important for a manufacturing technician job. What was your first day like at Intel? Do you remember what you felt like the first day you went in? <laughs> yeah, so my first day at Intel, actually, you receive a training that's uh, for all manufacturing technicians that go higher. And you don't even know where you're going to work because you have no idea how this thing is big and complex. So <laughs> you don't even know. Then you receive like some basic training about chip making and other things about the company itself. And I was I was very afraid. Mm -hmm. And then it, the fear went away in a couple of days. Uh, then they this they they're going to send you to be trained in the area that you're going to work for. And then we start to understand, oh, my area is responsible for this or that. 
yeah, it, it was a little, I was a little scared, but once you're there, it's really, really nice. What advice would you give current students or people who want to transition careers into a career like yours? What would you tell them? Yeah, I know for personal experience that it's not easy to transition careers. Uh, I I suffered a little bit myself because, uh, like I said, I had no idea about chip manufacturing. And I came from a different area. And now I know how to enjoy it. So don't be afraid to transition because you probably know more than you think you know uh, about being a technician, whatever degree you have. You know, there are many skills that you're going to use and you're going to learn, you're going to understand how to use those skills in your favor. And don't be afraid. I mean, I enjoy a lot and I came from an area that has nothing to do with this. Uh, So I think don't be afraid to do it. It's worth it. (laughs) How did your life change uh, between being a student and then uh, going to work as a technician? It's quite similar in a way, uh, I guess, because of the environment that we had in the classroom. Makes it similar, like teamwork and everything that I mentioned before. It's just different, like, I would say, the time that you work. And, of course, you have different activities and your responsibilities. But it's pretty much a sequence of school. It's not like something, oh, my God, that's so terrifying. No, you're going to be trained to do something. And every day you're going to go there and follow those procedures. You have documentation to follow. You have documentation to report. It's pretty much similar. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Would you like to share any links in the show notes uh, that might help people understand what you do? Yeah, I shared some links uh, about Intel has a YouTube channel uh, that has a lot of resources about chip making. If you're interested in learning more, uh, it has mostly has some uh, videos about technicians that work at Intel. So basically shows a little bit how the fab is because a lot of people have no idea how the fab looks like and shows a little bit about their life and they talk about their schedules. And if you, any of you want to visit uh, Intel uh, YouTube channel, it has a lot of videos about different areas, even like not even only manufacturing, but other things. And for those out there uh, that might not know, what's a fab? Oh, yeah. So uh, so Intel, for example, here where I live, Intel have like four campuses and two of them uh, are fabs. So basically it's a manufacturing plant uh, where we, we process wafers. Uh, and even if you look at uh, Google and um, you're going to see we have a lot of tanks and it's really a, a, a big city <laughs> that is, is the place where we produce wafers. So here in Oregon, at least, we have two fabs, uh, two of the campus that have structure of fab. Giovanna, thank you so much for sharing your story with me and being on Talking Technicians. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Please keep in touch. Thank you. Talking Technicians is produced by Mintech, the Micro Nano Technology Education Center, through financial support from the National Science Foundation's Advanced Technological Education Grant Program. 
Opinions expressed on this podcast do not necessarily represent those of the National Science Foundation. Join the conversation. If you are a working technician or know someone who is, reach out to us at info at talkingtechnicians.org. We're always looking out for great guests to share more stories with you.